Hey everybody, and welcome back to The Junkyard. The show giving you the good, the bad, and the ugly in arts and entertainment. Today, we finally watched Euphoria! I'm Imani. And I'm Zach. And here we go. Welcome, 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 Junkyardigans. Great to be back with you. So, like we said, we're going to get into Euphoria. But first, but first, you know, we've got to give you... have to eat your vegetables. <laughs> we're going to give you some headlines. Here we go. Headlines! Okay, so in headlines, we are giving you some snippets from popular culture, trying to see what's hot, what's not. So I will read some headlines, and Imani and I will have 60 seconds to give you our... Fresh take, our first impressions on it. Mm -hmm. Ready? Mm -hmm. All right, here we go. The Boys actor Anthony Starr arrested in Spain gets one year prison sentence. Anthony Starr was filming a movie with director Guy Ritchie when the incident occurred in Costa Blanca. Costa Blanca. Starr was given a 12 month suspension prison sentence. What? Homelander? Yeah, home. The actor who plays Homelander in the series, the Amazon series The Boys. Yep, got, uh, oh, let's see, I'm pretty sure he got drunk. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> has been arrested for physically assaulting a chef in Spain. Oh, God. <laughs> but it's something, I, I saw some, that happened to another actor recently also, like, got drunk and, like, beat up, like, an entire bar staff or something like What? That. I was like, who is this person? <laughs> what type of Hulk-like people are getting high-paying jobs and yeah. then go spending their money getting drunk, beating up people? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's just the kind of drunk you are, I guess, right? That's the 46-year-old actor was filming a movie. Um, Do we know what the movie is? No, some action movie, because that's what Guy Ritchie does. He also did a horrible Aladdin, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> the person he assaulted was 21-year-old chef... I don't even know how to read this Spanish Can I see? name. Bath, bath. Wait, what? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. He reportedly punched twice and needed four stitches to a wound on his forehead. Whoa. Damn. Which Anthony Starr then administered himself. <laughs> on set. Oh, on my scene. goodness. Oh, man. Well, I mean, hot take on that. I mean, like you already said, who are these... Who are these uh, I mean, what kind of, <laughs> I mean, this just brings us back to how was alcohol legal for so much longer than weed when weed doesn't make nobody beat anybody up? Hey, that's very true. I also wonder, you know, he has that suit, but it's so it's all obviously fake muscles. He didn't want to do the whole, yeah. get, get in superhero shape. Mm -hmm. But if he was, then I'd be like, yo, this dude is definitely juicing. Well, I saw him in, <laughs> I saw him in, in another movie that, or another show that wasn't obviously The Boys, where he didn't have the suit on and yeah. everything. And he still was pretty well, pretty well stacked fella. Hmm. I mean, wasn't yeah. out of shape. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't out of shape. Yeah. Okay, okay. Next one. Mario Kart X or 10 leaked by Nintendo Insider. According to a prominent Nintendo Insider, Mario Kart 10 or X is the next Mario Kart game, which seemingly confirms rumblings that Mario Kart Home Circuit, which was the physical Mario Kart game that you like yeah, controlled, I saw that. Yeah, it looked so subpar. Weird. Uh, is considered to be Mario Kart 9. Mario Kart Home Circuit is considered Mario Kart 9? Yes, and so this... Are I, we going to have to get Mario Kart Home Circuit? Is that no, what they're telling oh, us? No, I'm not getting that. What? Do, I don't understand. Like That only works if you don't have carpet. I don't get it, but it says, quote, multiple sources familiar with the situation have informed me that this, that this Mario Kart is being positioned as a soft reboot. That is, the core aspects of Mario Kart aren't going anywhere, um, and, but they don't expect any old courses to be included. The game will heavily lean into crossover aspects, which includes character courses and items. So other Nintendo IPs are going to be crossing into this. And so it's Mario Kart X, but there's some suspicion uh, because there's a possible leak. I don't know if it was, if it was confirmed mm -hmm. a few weeks ago about the new Mario Kart being 9 or 10. Either way, it was going to be called Crossroads. Mm -hmm. So now Mario Kart X is like a literal cross. Mm -hmm. So who knows about that? Hot take, people love uh, using Roman numerals for 10 ever since the iPhone t uh, X. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Instead of just, I, when the iPhone, I mean, obviously Roman numerals have always been a thing. I mean, you know. 
Not always, but you get what I'm saying. Uh-huh. But but then when Apple came out with the iPhone X, everyone's like, ooh, we love using X instead of 10 now. So mm-hmm. that's all I have to say about that. Call it Mario Kart 10. <laughs> Let's just call it 10. Oh, man. Okay. Our second to last is from the New York Times. Tony Walton, award-winning stage and screen designer, dies at 87. Oh, rest in peace. Yes, he's worked with directors like Mike Nichols, uh, Bob Fosse. Okay, second to last one. Here's a fun one. A YouTuber built the world's first working retractable lightsaber. What? What do you mean? Working retractable lightsaber. Like it contains light or is it a sword that gets really, really hot? Now, here's the thing. Because I don't pay for this site, it's blurring everything out, but I, I read it before. And uh, this guy is an engineer, and he's pretty cool, but I will say it's not a real lightsaber. I'm showing Imani the video right now. And it's like a very it's accurate, a, streamlined it's a flamethrower. torch. This is what it is. Yeah, the fire shoots out up to a certain length. And then when he quote-unquote retracts it... It just stops. It just stops. I mean, it looks pretty fucking cool. It's, I will say that. It's awesome. It looks awesome. But it is... It's not I really like, a lightsaber. Really? The world's first working lightsaber and we still haven't cured cancer? Right. <laughs> We're not containing light yeah. in weapon form before we fucking... Was... Before there's no more illness. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know exactly. I mean? Well, those are some good headlines. Yeah, those are my hot takes, though. All right. Well, here is our last one. I say... Oh! I saved the best for last. Here we go. This is going to blow your mind. It is. Hunter x Hunter Togayashi has asked Sailor Moon Rider to complete the manga. Oh, you can't see it. Dude. Is, yeah, oh, my God. Finally. Oh, my God. Just fucking get us another rider on the there team. There you go. Oh, my God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And you know, as it turns out, the... The, the author of the Hunter x Hunter manga is actually partners with the writer of Sailor Moon. Like, like what do you mean partners? I was reading the article. I'm looking for it again. And I'm pretty sure his life partner. Oh, no, no. Yes, yes. And, and, and uh, like his, his wife, right? Yeah. And she actually helped him. Uh, with with like a lot of the art in Hunter Hunter, uh-huh. color panels, background panels. So a lot of he stuff. has taken a long enough break, mm-hmm. but he has officially asked her to take over. She yeah, she's made some amazing manga as well, and probably she's been hounding him about fucking Hunter <laughs> Hunter because like, dude, um, you know how fucking huge of a show that was. You know how fucking yeah. awesome a story that was. Yeah. I will finish it for you. I will for the last. For the last however long, I will finish it. I will finish it. He's finally letting go, you know, or not letting go. I mean, they're married, so you know, whatever. But well, he can. He is officially being done with it and yeah. passing it on. Well, thank God, because we aren't done with it. If he's done with we it, we are thirsty as hell. We're fucking thirsty. It's like whatever. <laughs> you can be done with it, fine. But we need it, so thank you. Yeah. That's what people are saying to that George R. R. Martin should just um, get somebody to help him on the on, on the, the last the- book. It's so funny because he he helped uh, write. For the game Elden Ring. Elden Ring, yeah. He has been writing tons and tons of blogs about sports mm-hmm. and football, but doesn't want to... And I've listened <laughs> to all of the books so far, mm-hmm. and it's a real cliffhanger, mm-hmm. you know? So I was like, well, finish it. Uh, I think what I... I've been reading a lot about it because I, I've never read the Game of Thrones series. I've uh-huh. only seen the, ser- the show, yeah, and yeah, but good. there's a lot of a lot of awe in it for me because it's like he's a he's a modern world builder, a modern mm. you know, and so modern is questionable. Like he's a like he's a contemporary, right? Like he's alive. Yeah, he's alive right now. Oh, but like what when he learned and how he mm-hmm. began to write. Yeah, that's why I wouldn't. I don't probably call him contemporary. He's oh. not someone. Writing with the words of today, he's alive oh, right now. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, I, I, but that, he's that's been that writing for a long time. Yeah, I wouldn't call George R. R. Martin mm. or or like uh, uh, Tolkien contemporary. No, no, I'm not calling. Yeah, you wouldn't call Tolkien contemporary. I'm calling like J. R. George R. R. Martin, like, like, he, like he's, a writer of today. Yeah, a writer of today. Yeah, he's a, yeah. He's a f- super famous mo- modern writer. He doesn't it's, write modern text. But yes. you know what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but anyway, um. There's been a lot, like, why doesn't he finish the last book? Like, why doesn't he just finish it? Uh-huh. And a lot of it is because there are there are um, structure writers and there are panthers. And then there's the in-between. Oh, yeah. And George R. R. Martin, he considers himself a, what was it, a, a gardener, is what he calls himself. Mm-hmm. Which is basically a panther. Meaning where you just kind of, 
you have the general idea, but you kind of write as you go and you mm-hmm. come up with the twists and everything. And then what you have to do is you have to go back, go back and yeah. implement foreshadowing. Yeah. Um, and so what what's happened with him is that he's got basically a cast of hundreds, right? All these different lands and all the stuff that he's built this world as he went on. And in this final book, he has to tie it all together and it's... V- mucho stressful uh-huh. that's basically what he's been saying he's like Fair it's a huge task because he's been kind of just writing and writing and having fun and making an amazing story but to finish it feels fucking impossible for him uh-huh. so what lots of people are suggesting is dude yes you probably don't want to do the legwork on figuring out all the facts and getting all your stuff straight because you're a, a creative you don't want to do that get your fans get a fucking hundred super obsessed fans mm. who already do that shit on the not, regular, not a hundred, get like three. No, no, but I know, but you know, what I'm yeah, saying like yeah. that there are hundreds out there that are thousands, thousands, tens of thousands. I'm sure. But I'm like, I'm saying hundreds that are like really like obsessed. Oh, oh, that oh like yes. Already like have like the billboard with the yawn <laughs> and thumbtacks. They already do that, right? And they're not even getting paid. Just do that. Right. Have them help you out and write the book, bro. Yeah. Just do it. Um, but I think that's super cool about the hunter hunter thing. Um, in in the first book, um, the first volume rather. Uh-huh. Um, he, in between each issue, cause you know, in each, each volume is like, it's like, you know, 15 issues mm-hmm. all compacted together, not 15 issues. I don't know, but you know, and between each issue, um, he's got, um, a character sketch. So like, of like, oh. or, yeah, uh, Rio Rio, I forgot how to pronounce his name or, or, or Gon, all separated in like these like really rough sketches. But then one of them, he has a, a rough sketch of his partner who looks all Sailor Moon style. Oh. And he's like, a special thank you to my partner who's helped, who's, who's helped me all this stuff. Because he had another series before that was okay. super huge. You ever heard of it? No, I don't know. Um, what is it called? You ever heard of the series he did? <laughs> I never heard of this thing. So, I mean, this other series, I probably somebody would consider, it was like, it was really, really, really famous when it came out. Okay. You ever heard of Yu Yu Hakusho? Oh. He created Yu Yu Hakusho. And level E. I gotta say, now that you're learning Japanese, you're mm. one of those people who will talk regular until it's time to see the accent, and then you Yu Yu Hakusho. Yu Yu Hakusho. Yu Yu Hakusho. Yu Yu Hakusho. It's just like just say it like every other week. Yu Yu Hakusho. I'm basically <laughs> saying it. Yeah. I know it's, yeah. it's legit for you. Yeah, yeah. But it reminds you, me of the time Yu Yu Hakusho. When, 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 <laughs> when my dad got mad at some of the people on on freaking KPBS on NPR, yeah, because the white people would be like, "Hello, welcome to our show. Please tell us about your salsa." He's like, "I fucking hate salsa. when people just get the salsa. accent." Yeah, yeah. It's like I feel the same way. Like mom, when she was watching a lot of British TV, would start saying advertisement, and I was like, <laughs> "I was like, what? That's not how she was we like say advertisement." It. And I was like, "Okay, so I know for the first sixteen years of my life, you were saying advertisement, okay? So you're gonna do like saying advertisement." <laughs> but to be fair, like me learning Japanese and watching anime were pretty much they're pretty close together. So that's true. It's not like I just, it's, not not, like I, it's not like I just pivoted or anything. No, no, no. no. <laughs> to be that's fair. why I'm not dogging you. Hello, my friend. What's up? <laughs> moshi moshi. Moshi moshi. <laughs> senpai. Hey senpai. What's going on, Senpai? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> just sound like a bad dub actor. Yes, all the exactly. Time. Headlines. So now let's talk about Euphoria. Mm. To give y'all some context, Zach and I are fully aware that there is a second season of Euphoria already. And we know we are so far behind. We understand. But considering how much people like the show is is that's what's got me into it. I was personally referred to watch the show and uh, maybe you'll want to take a trip back in time with us. Yeah, I mean Maybe or maybe not. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, it's <laughs> not. Skip, I just I just, skip to character I, impressions. I just, I just always like in like in like KPBS, or they're always they're always like maybe, and I just want to like, <laughs> or maybe not. And if so, this isn't for you. Yeah. Um. But we we literally just before recording this watched the first episode of the first season. The pilot. Yeah, and I I had already watched up to I believe episode three, but we just rewatched episode one, and just for my for me the first thing I told Zach this for me. It was a lot better the second time. Hmm. Um, and I'll get more into that yeah, yeah. after Zach um, talks to us a little bit more about his written notes because I know you have some things. I know you took some time to take some notes down and I don't want to spoil what you've already got. Well, I think we can sort of go through the episode and we'll go back and yeah. forth. I mean, not not chronologically. Yeah. But... So the episode opens up in the first... No, <laughs> no I, I, we will say though. The episode Interior opens, day. It's, it's got it's got like an, an exposition, um, uh, some... Some, some uh, narration, yeah. World some building or yeah. for the, you know, because when I say world building, um, our in Euphoria, whether you've... If you've seen it, then you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't seen it, let me just 
allow me to elaborate. In Euphoria, basically our guide through the show is the main character, mm -hmm. Rue. Um, and so for as far as world building goes, us learning as much as we can about our guide through this world is basically it basically helps us see the world through this person's eyes. So in this first uh, what is like five minutes mm -hmm. of the show, um, we learn about this girl how she's got all these mental disorders and um, well she's she's diagnosed diagnosed but, but we all know how that goes. Yeah, she's diagnosed yeah. at a young age with. OCD, ADHD, mm. uh, anxiety, possibly mm. bipolar, mm. may be true. It may be bullshit. Mm -hmm. yeah. Why do you think? Why? I mean, from how the show showed, I mean, she seemed pretty, pretty unstable. I mean, yeah, kids are not stable. Yeah, anyway, she but... seemed unstable, but she also we don't know if that's because of what's going on in her head or the fact that she's been on drugs since she was eight years old. But yes. And presently, yes. But I was, that, before they, before when they showed her the pre-diagnosis yeah. thing, she's no, counting she, the things she, she starts crying out of nowhere. Well, she didn't start crying out of nowhere. Her mom triggered her. So, mm -hmm. so yeah. So we're learning about this girl who's she does have some issues, mm -hmm. or so she has some some challenges for mm -hmm. sure. Um, but it's it's the lack of mm -hmm. knowledge that the the parents then take to the doctor, and the doctor. Just diagnoses her and shoves her full of pills. Then mm. the next scene mm. is her is her mom counting out, I don't know, five or six pills for this girl to take every day. Mm. Rue goes on to say, I don't really remember years eight to twelve years old. Mm. Everything moved fast and my mind moved slow. And mm. once in a while, I passed out and had a I had a panic attack and passed out. Mm. So that we learn that happened. Her dad died from cancer, mm. um, and so it's just her, her mom, and her sister. Uh, she's been an addict ever ever since I guess high school, like mm -hmm. intentionally getting high and taking middle drugs. Middle school, probably even. Yeah, middle school even. Yeah. She ODs. Uh, she goes to rehab, and the show really picks up with her coming home from rehab the beginning of her senior year of mm -hmm. high school. And how how it starts for me when I was first watching it, I was almost thinking like, oh, like this show, like. She's gonna be like this is like this new chapter in her life. It's kind of like, um, um, like we're seeing all of this backstory, and then but now I'm different, sort of thing. But then, like, not even two minutes after we see her coming out of rehab, and we're like getting set up, like thinking like, oh, she's clean, and all these things are gonna be happening around her. She says, I had no intention of staying she's clean. And straight I'm up, like, yep. The first thing she does is goes back to her dealer, buys drugs, buys um, quote air, yeah, air quote unquote, yeah. Uh, uh, and so pretty much we follow her story. Yeah. And so the things, uh, yeah, so what I guess I'll say the first things that I like is the show really doesn't hold back, which is is kind of a drawback for me mm -hmm. because it feels really intense for a school about high schoolers. It feels really intense. And they're in this suburb, you know, which is also, I was like, ah, okay, I'm going to watch majority like really well off white kids party, but then I know the show goes somewhere else with mm. it. But uh, yeah, the show doesn't. You hold know, back. huh? Well, I've seen my <laughs> friends have shown have shown me bits from later on. Yeah, when they're not doing so well, the family. So okay, well, yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah. I I mean, for me, it just it 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 does bother me a lot. Like what in the. And, and, and this is still rubbing the wrong way in the, in the second time watching it. In the first five minutes of exposition, um, we see the main character um, doing a line of coke off of a MacBook. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. I don't know. It, 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 it's just, it's also hard for me. Like, not that I, so I feel like it, me being an aspiring storyteller myself and mm -hmm. trying to look, um, you know, learning lots of things and also just having fucking like read a lot of my life and doing stories and stuff like that. Just knowing things, not just because I feel like when sometimes some non writers talk about storytelling, people are like, you know, now you're talking about it's like, well, I haven't fucking lived in a box my whole life. Right. Like, I watch shows, I read things, you know, and I'm an actor. So, anyway, just to lay down some of my qualifications, <laughs> I, it's for me, it's it's really, really difficult. Um, when the main character or our, our, our protagonist or whatever, not, she's not a protagonist. She's just our main character. He's really, really, really unrelatable. 
Um, mm. And there are lots of stories like that, and they're not um, as successful in that realm. I mean, even a really popular show, uh, Naruto, just to draw, like, just to show that I'm not being um, drug addictists or anything <laughs> like that. There are sh- other kinds of shows where the main character is really unrelatable, and they just aren't. They just don't do so well in that realm. Mm. Only difference is Naruto is not the narrator of the show. Right. So we're not expecting to see everything through this completely unrelatable character, at least for me, mm. really unrelatable character's um, eyes. Um, I, she, I understand her. I can understand, like, at least the logic that the show has set up. Mm. I can it, I can sort of track it. But as far as, like, being able to relate to anything that's happening in the series on, like, and just an emotional level, not being so specific as, like, obviously I'm not a trans individual, I'm not a drug user or anything like that. I'm just talking about scoping out, really scoping out mm-hmm. and getting out of the specifics and just getting to the relatability of the intention mm-hmm. or the goal or the desire. Of the character. Of the character. The actor, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the performance. No, no, no. I'm just like, not like literally what they're doing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, right, right, right. like doing drugs. Why? You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so she does, she talks about um, how... Um, that feeling, she gets the Valium, right? And she's like, I was, this feeling I was looking oh, for. Oh, she, she talks about, uh, the first time. No, no, she, she talks about, she's, she's hanging out at this party. We'll get to this party. Mm. She's hanging at this party, talking to her drug dealer, who, who, uh, I don't know. I will, we'll get into it. It's so funny because Rue is hella relatable to me. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I knew yeah. you were gonna, you were gonna, yeah, we, you were gonna we disagree do, with me. We differ in that way. You were definitely gonna disagree with she's, me. She's at this party. She's on this couch outside. Mm-hmm. Her drug dealer walks up, and they're kicking it, and he's being real with her. He's like, "I care about you. You need to fucking like stay sober and shit. This ain't right for you." And then she tells him about the time where she realized that she wanted to do drugs. Where she's like eleven years old, mm-hmm. laying in bed with her parents. All of a sudden, she can't breathe. Ambulance comes. They can't do anything. They take her to the hospital and they give her liquid Valium. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, it hits it on the head with the name Euphoria. Mm-hmm. But then she talks about the bliss and all the voices being quiet. Uh, uh, and she felt like she was there for once. And she thought to herself, yeah, this is it. This is the feeling I've been searching for my entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, why are we tell that story again? Well, because for me, it was about like the why of all these extremely hard drugs. Like, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. like why it went from like, oh, this is the feeling I've been searching for my entire life to cocaine, LSD, fentanyl, like all these well, like really she's ins- searching for that feeling. Yes, I know. But at least in the story, it just feels like we bypassed all natural psychedelics first and just uh, went to every deadly substance on the planet. Like it also depends. First, yeah, yeah. It is. And like not only that, like I don't know, I just feel like those those substances like 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 she could have went to mushrooms, there was peyote, there was uh fucking there's weed, although probably we, for her we'd probably do absolutely nothing. We do we go straight to breaking bad we'll status. Go straight it's true. to that and, I, and I'm yeah. like I'm like even like those those more natural drugs are easier like like on a like as like on a in a legal way mm-hmm. and a financial way way easier to access than cocaine <laughs> and, and fucking like all these hardcore like lsd and all this stuff molly molly and i'm like i'm like she compounds. doesn't have a job where is she getting all this money from right. to buy all these drugs these expensive hard drugs um well then yeah but in terms of talking about relatability i don't really like the setup of her environment, and I know that changes, which is, which is good because it's super obnoxious. We're in the suburbs, like I said before, with a bunch of rich white kids who drive brand new Ford F one fifty. Just well off everyone, everybody. There. Yeah, it's not everybody, just, there yeah. are lots of white, yeah, like the white, yeah, like the white main guy is like got a, a Ram fifteen hundred something like that. Yeah, you know, and this is uh, but everybody there is well off. Yeah, every yeah. character, and it's yeah. not being weird about people being white. Like the black, just, even the black kid in the show has a fucking. Three-story house with a pool. Yeah. In the yeah, backyard. Yeah. Everybody's doing fucking well. well. It's just, you know, it, it, it can get... I don't know if it's, it's a trope or a stereotype. It's not a stereotype. It, it must be a trope of, like, the super rich suburb. Of, like, great, we mm-hmm. get it. Mm-hmm. You have all the things, and for some reason... It's not enough. None of your parents give a shit. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. The parents seem like they give a shit, though. Yeah, kind of. Why? These parents are so half-assed. That dude let his 17-year-old daughter 
quote unquote go to a party mm. in the town they just moved to oh, yeah. when she literally said a party or something. Mm. He said or something and she got an attitude. And then he just let her ride her mm. bike out into the night to go wherever. Mm. Dressed dressed like she was going on a rave. You mm. know what I mean? Mm. So I was like you are but my she daughter. Does, she does dress like that all the time, though. That to is, be fair, that is true. Yeah. That, there's nothing wrong with the way she dresses. But as a parent, context matters all the time. You dressing however you want to go to school mm. is much different than you saying you're quote unquote going out with your friends. Mm. If you're 17, mm. your well-being is still my primary control, mm. my concern, mm. and I gotta be like, hey, I want to give you freedom, but also you're a 17 year old girl. Mm. You need to. Be a little bit more aware of how you look where mm. because of the way that people will perceive you mm. and like like it or not people do treat you a certain way because mm. of that yeah like talk about all the politics yeah, I later true. i i i just yeah. mean like they weren't like um for me um the dad just let her go yeah okay hugged her and let her get the fuck yeah my our mom would have been like, whose house are you going to? Mm. Do I know them? Have I met their parents? Mm. Is there going to be an adult there? Can mm. I have that adult's phone number? Mm. What time are you going to be home? Mm. All these kids mm. just come back home mm. whenever they want. Mm. I just pull, just drive hungover and pull up drunk to my house at mm. 6 a.m. in the middle of the driveway. There's mm. no car outside already. Mm. Just let my daughter. Mm. He just hugged his daughter and let her go out. Mm. Didn't even ask what time she's coming back. Mm. You're a high school daughter. Oh, yeah, these parents are shit. He definitely should have asked. These parents are ass. Yeah, yeah. It's only Rue's mom who's like, where are you going? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. So anyway, that I just mean like yeah. they weren't. I just mean like they weren't pieces of shit to the kids. No, you know they what I mean. Were, like, like, like yeah, like neglectful on that level. Like where they're just like <laughs> we're Christ. not as concerned as they need to be. Yeah. Um, but I just mean like a lot of times when you see like these like I guess actually it makes perfect sense now. They're naughty kids. All these kids like when I was watching the show uh. the first time I was like. All these motherfuckers are naughty as hell. <laughs> these kids are so word. fucking. I, it's a strange word to use, but yeah. I mean it's true. Right. They're all so fucking naughty. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop laughing. What other word am I supposed to use? It sounds like you're Santa Claus checking off. All these rich but kids are naughty. They are not getting presents from me this yeah. year. And um, and the parents are definitely not helping in that in that way for sure. Um, like. If I were if I were Rue's mom, even though Rue is, Rue's mom is being in this story is the most she's the most parent. engaged. She with a daughter that OD'd and with Drea, my my daughter's not going anywhere. Right, you're not going anywhere. I'm not sitting there worrying about you when you come back. No, yeah. you're staying in the fucking house for the same amount of time you spent at rehab. I'm buying everything. I'm making all your food because mm-hmm. you're not going. No. Absolutely not. How old are you? You're in high school and you OD'd? Yeah, she almost drowned in her own vomit. Yeah, like died. Yeah. What? So, let me... So, okay, so here. That's that's my point. The external problems haven't even come in yet. And your internal problems right. are making you OD. There's no fucking way I'm letting you go anywhere. Right, right. I I need to make sure that you get to a point where you're going to live or, or what, whatever. You or know? you're not going to do fucking drugs again. Like... And at the same time, she's got to she got to go to work and do all those all those parent things. Because she's a single parent, yeah, two daughters, exactly. So she, and she just had to pay for that rehab, a, which rehab. pissed me off too. Because she had to pay for that expensive rehab, and the Rue doesn't even give a shit. And she's got a mortgage, and that too, right? Yeah. So here's my thing: I don't like the environment. Me either. They're annoying, but I I do find myself really relating to Rue, mm. just because as someone who is almost uh, left themselves at the bottom of despair mm. and now I just live with depression and I just uh, can be a, can be in relationship with it without succumbing to it mm-hmm. the way that Zendaya stares off mm-hmm. the way that she just be sometimes of like there's always this aching gaping hole inside this this vat of void mm-hmm. she does it so well that mm-hmm. empty husk of a person, uh, that's what kept me engaged. Mm. I was like, I don't like watching this, mm. but I'm really uh, emotionally involved in this character, mm. especially with you know doing things with my dad in rehab mm. and him being an addict, and also um, uh, having a you know brain trauma from an injury mm-hmm. and having mental illness that he did not 
get worked out before mm-hmm. the injury. Mm-hmm. All of those things mm-hmm. of like, you know, I've visited halfway houses and done all that, all that shit. Uh, so following her story will be interesting. Mm-hmm. What another part that was difficult for me was that some of these people I can see their full five o'clock shadow. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they let the one, they let the the McKay, the black guy, have a beard, and I was like, like yes. What's a five o'clock shadow? So, like when your stuff is when your stubble is is. Uh, just coming in. So it's weird to me that we're being pitched the idea that these are all high school kids when some of them are very clearly 24-year-olds. Mm-hmm. So that, that that part is challenging. Although, you know, high school seniors act like they're grown. Mm-hmm. You know, if mm-hmm. you give them their own car and don't give them a curfew, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, but they don't look <laughs> No, <grown>. no. <laughs> which, which is kind of okay because... I was getting weird with the idea of seeing some of these people naked. Yeah, a lot of, yeah, lot of like sex. When, when you know, like how you said it, sex. Well, because I, I, you know, I, I, I was just thinking in my head. I was like, yeah, you know, I don't want to see a bunch of like actual. I mean, maybe not high schoolers. Maybe people that look more like high schoolers. I mean, it's yeah, it's, it'd be hard. Or, it's it's weird. Yes, it it would be super hard. Uh, <laughs> if they, looked, I would be super hard. I mean, uh, if they looked like kids, but but so obviously I'm glad they weren't underaged. But why are you was, frowning? Why are you frowning so much? It was weird <laughs> to be sold that idea of like mm. these are high school kids. Look at them naked. I was like, um, yeah. So you know, but no, obviously that, that I, was yeah. I was able to go. This isn't real. They're adults, mm. and I think some of the things that they tackled. With the sex and uh, assumptions, like one of the first sex scenes uh, is is like, you know, don't treat me like that. Don't, don't touch me like that. Yeah. And to see that guy's world fall apart because it was built from porn mm-hmm. and him going, holy shit. Well, like, also he had seen those videos of her having sex rough. Right, And so right. He, thought, he said, I thought you liked that. Because right. he thought... He's somewhere in the back. You know, he's like, you can't even tell that's her. He, but, like, but he just took the gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guys were in his head. Yeah. Yeah, this girl's nudes get leaked. And then everyone gets to make assumptions about her. And so then, then all the guys are like, just treat her like a whore. Kick her to the curb, bro. Mm. And he tries to take that on. Mm. And then, obviously, he is not true to himself. And I really appreciated that moment mm. of like, holy shit, I made an assumption. Mm. I, I'm so sorry. I never wanted to hurt you. And to see him feel like shit was really important mm-hmm. because he treated her like shit. That mm-hmm. was so not okay what he did. Mm-hmm. And so I was very happy that that character got to feel remorse mm-hmm. and then, you know, find some solution with that person. Mm-hmm. Despite how all the guys were being so disrespectful to her, mm-hmm. that was an aspect that, that I was, uh, that I appreciated. That it, it, it really felt like. This is a three-dimensional character who feels things. They're not just a plot device, mm-hmm. and that was good. That mm-hmm. was that was great for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, some something technically that was very difficult for me was when there's VO or like when there's voiceover yeah. happening while a character is talking. That is very difficult. I'm like, what? Are you asking me to pay attention to? Oh, like like they talk and then there's a thought. Well, yeah, yeah. While Rue is talking, the the friend Jules is having the sex scene, and the the, oh. the dude is talking, to, and I was like, "What do you want me to pay attention to, mm. director?" That's very difficult mm. to listen to. That's interesting. I hadn't even thought of that. Yeah, that was that that was a challenge. I really like how the show feels like we're insides inside someone's head mm. because Rue is talking to the audience it's not um i forget the 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 term for the tool they use a lot in musicals a song will be in the world or the song will be in the character's head mm. i forget what that's called okay but you know what i mean like an aside like like or- when a character sings a song and the environment recognizes this is a real song happening in this story mm. and then the other one is that's a song that happened in the character's head, oh. right? No one reacts to it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there. Oh, I see. I forget what it's called, mm-hmm. but uh, so it, it makes me think, or diegetic, I think, is the term. Yeah, I, I, I'm right now. All I'm thinking is in Shakespearean terms, which is as there's a monologue and a soliloquy. Right, that's soliloquy. That's the, is, uh, that's it's kind of the same. Where a yeah. monologue is out loud, yeah. soliloquy is in their head, or it's just to yourself, it's to it's them, not to anyone. Yeah. Right, right. It's a, it's a bit of the same thing. 
because I we we entered the show with uh, the narration with the uh, exposition from from Rue. You got it. And <laughs> and I was thinking, oh, you know, how is this going to go? But then halfway through the first episode, she recognizes us. She talks to us, the audience. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, well, what does that mean? What is our relationship right now in terms of character, audience, fourth wall? So that is, I, think, I like the way they set, they set that up. It's very mm-hmm. interesting. Okay. Yeah, and I like the way that there's a lot of pretty lighting in certain things, mm. but what's happening isn't pretty. Mm. You know, a really gorgeous blue and red and maroons and these sort of party concert lights that make you feel like you're at a rave and that things are vibrant and and happy and party. But Rue is very obviously in pain Mm -hmm. or in the scene where uh, this character Kat is pretty much being peer pressured into having sex by these three assholes. Mm -hmm. Um, And they, they, they... And how they keep things sort of looking party-like and thumping. But the way the camera moves and the way that the sound is happening, you can tell this character is uncomfortable. Mm. I really appreciate the juxtaposition of mm. the beauty of the frame and the you know, torment or the hurt inside whoever we're focusing on. Mm. Um, it might just be me. I don't know. Something about it, about a show that takes itself really seriously, turns me off. Oh. So I just, I, I don't know, something about that, like how I was just, I was talk, talking to you earlier about how I saw the French Dispatch, and it's a Wes Anderson movie or whatever. Uh-huh. And you can, he's very esoteric, you know, in his storytelling. Um, and I liked the movie, but what gets to me is when, like, when it takes itself really, really seriously. Any form of art, honestly. How, how do you mean that? Um, very dramatic i'll say like like this is um oh like like maybe like the like instead of like you the the mundane form of acting where you just are doing as opposed to i'm thinking oh. or you know what i mean like i am suffering when like, you're performing the thing yeah instead of just yeah. doing the thing and it's like taking it takes itself really really seriously yeah yeah and um you know, some people like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not one of them. Yeah. Um, just because, you know, I'm like, especially for like, um, for like a pilot episode or, or, or just if you're one movie, right? You know, I don't know you yet. I don't know your story yet. Just tell me the story, you know, and maybe, oh. and that's how I felt before um, I started getting into anime and manga. But once I did, it kind of solidified my theory on like why I like that because no matter how fucking serious a story is in a manga or whatever it is, or even just a comic book, right? Mm-hmm. And no matter how serious it gets, you get people dying, all this stuff happening. There's still that area of levity that just or uh, being in an uncontrolled situation can bring. Like there's uncontrolled things mm. that happen. Not all of them are going to be serious. Right. You know, whatever. If somebody gets murdered in front of a tree, the beauty of the tree growing is still happening. The tree has no idea that there's mm. that the fucking person just got their throat slit, right? <laughs> there's always things like is that people things that aren't involved in our charade. It, it is totally not serious. You know what I mean? Mm. We're surrounded by basically every dramatic, serious situation is us. That that is it's organic and natural to us. Mm. But other species, things like that. So anyway, just having that acknowledgement that this is not all that's going on in this world. Oh. Um, and by default, it's not going to take itself as seriously. Um, it, it, you'll be able to feel it. Um, so I think like you said earlier, how you don't like the setting or like you know the uh, how what they put the world this current the, the, suburban yeah yeah, yeah. the whole thing they like shove it down your throat. And and thirteen reasons why I show that I feel a similar way to Euphoria about did the same thing. Euphoria is definitely way better. Than thirteen reasons why, um, as far as like subject matter, mm-hmm. um, but it's still that same rich suburban, not rich, but you know affluent community. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, so anyway, um, when I was saying that I agreed, oh, I don't really like the framing or whatever it is. It was in the way of just like how the story is being told. Um, Zendaya, you're right. I think also captures that empty husk uh mm-hmm. look very well um but i feel like everything I've, I've seen her in like she's always kind of got that like hmm. um sort of like uh 
you know, the world is ending and nobody gives a shit. So, I mean, yeah, what am I, I supposed to do? Like, she, well, like, that's, like just, that's just the character she she's plays. She's played that. That's why she got MJ in Spider-Man. That's the character she plays. Like, uh, that's like that's just like her... And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, there's been many actors... You gotta in, capitalize in on Will that, Smith. You know, Will Smith, Keanu Reeves, like, people that have an archetype. And that, that, uh, uh, Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa. Like, there's one thing they can do and they do that and uh-huh. whatever. It's great. I... That's just a thing that also bothers me. Okay. Uh, that's subjective, though, but it bothers me. Um, so those two things, I mean, so far, I mean, I've noticed really, I mean, those have been slamming me in the face, but uh, this Z- Zendaya is the main character and is playing a Zendaya role. Not Zend- uh, you know, but like yeah, the way yeah, yeah. she's playing it. Interesting. And then the show takes itself really seriously. And it's like, how are you going to be in high school? And like, how, how is it going to, like, how are we not going to have more levity to this? Like, all these high schools mm. are this... One thing I noticed uh, when I was watching the show with Rose was the girls, when they're having that scene, um, when they're getting ready for the party yeah. with Kat and the ex-girlfriend and stuff like that. I forgot some of the names. There's so many. Whatever, so, yeah. Such a large cast. Um, um, how their conversation is like on a track. Hmm. Like somebody's like, like Kat's looking at her phone, but she's 100% engaged. There's no like, what was that? Like none of that. There's mm-hmm. no like um, somebody's walking out of the room to get something. Oh, wait, what happened in the conversation? There's no like disengagement. These mm. these kids are hyper aware <laughs> of the conversation. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I am not that far from being a high school. And I remember even with three people, a conversation, unless you're guys are like domed or whatever, is not so like following the- What like, does that mean domed? Like high. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Unless you're just like really like really fucking zeroed in on what's happening right now, mm-hmm. especially if you're getting ready and stuff like that, it's all yeah. over the place. Right. And so it's just thing, and and I guess that you have to have that willing suspension of disbelief, but also I'm watching anal sex. Like you're taking uh, your show, you're taking yourself very seriously right. while also asking me to suspend things that you could have very easily incorporated into this, which mm. is just one of those things for me, adults writing teenagers. Adults acting teenagers. Right. Everybody was a teenager, but you know, however far removed you are. Yeah, and how there's crazy amount of vapes everywhere. I mean, it's it's that's true. believable. It's that's believable. believable. It's it's a real problem, um, but it is hilarious to me yeah. how, how they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't I don't disagree with you. I think it's an interesting point. The two things I'll say to to wrap up uh, this part of the of the show is in dance. Well, you were sort of talking about. Oh, instead of the character thinking, now I'm showing you I'm thinking. Yeah, I mean it's gonna be a lot like like really yes. emoting, you know. What yeah, I mean? yeah, you're really putting it on. You're, yeah. you're you're performing the thing instead of just doing the thing. Yeah. Or even uh, so, part of that in dance, some of my teachers will call getting lost in the beauty of your own experience. Like when you see someone on stage who's like really into it. Where it's like you know, hey, you're 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 also performing. You're with an audience. Mm. You know, there's something about, and and some people are are into this, but me, I'm not. I'm not into it too much. Well, yeah, when the people on stage are taking themselves way too seriously, yeah. like, remember, you're a human being and doing a human thing. Yeah. And one of the yeah yeah and uh, that's exactly what I meant. For me, I hear what you're saying about Zendaya. I didn't know her at all from Disney Channel, just as. MJ from Spider-Man. That's where I learned her from. Right, I right. Watch, I think it's Shake It Off. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't know. Or Shake It Up. I haven't watched Disney in a long time, so I don't know. Um, but I saw her as MJ, and then it makes sense what you're saying. And I still think that she is doing that character in a way. And But for me, what, what roped me in was I think when she's sitting on the couch talking to her drug dealer at the party, mm-hmm. and she's remembering this moment... Uh, you know, when she was 11 and she mm-hmm. went to the hospital and all this. Uh, and there's a shot of her sort of from behind. It's like a, a, a side shot, but it's kind of from over the shoulder. Mm-hmm. And you see her lips and they just sort of tremble before she tells it. She's just like, uh, quietly, just like. Mm-hmm. And then the words came out of her mouth mm-hmm. as after her lips were moving for like half a second. And for me, I just felt like she was so in. Mm-hmm. I was like, yes, she's she may be doing the thing that she sort of does, mm-hmm. but she was all the way in. And mm-hmm. I think that that is the buy-in that I need. Mm-hmm. Because have you seen Seven Pounds with, with Will Smith? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's an incredible story. We should watch it, so I don't want to spoil it. But for me, it's one of the most serious, dramatic things mm-hmm. that Will Smith has done. And I just feel like 
I was with that, and the same with uh, pursuit of happiness, mm. is because you know, like when someone is so themselves, they don't. They're so themselves, they stop being themselves. Mm. Of like, oh, I see you in every role you're in, but they slip so deeply into whoever the character is. They may not look. That you you may only be able to see them as Will Smith or as Zendaya, mm. but in them. They've gone into the other character. Mm. And when I can tell someone's in, I'm in. Mm. And so for me, that was like, ah, oh, fuck. All right, I'll watch this show. Damn it. I, I At least I'll do a yeah. couple more episodes. And yeah, and, and I can totally understand like you not seeing a lot of Zendaya. Like, you know, seeing that that look, that lip tremble, that mm-hmm. mood. Like, but what you did... Um, I've seen that before. For, she's done that before. And you see that and it's, it's like, also... And it's like every actor like has a thing like like a certain way of like... Logan Lerman has this had this thing. You know Logan Lerman? Remember him? He, he doesn't really act so much anymore. He was definitely... You guys are like it's around the same age, but... Um, you have to name what Logan Lerman. You, um, well, you wouldn't have seen this. Oh, A Person Being a Wallflower with Emma Watson. He's the main character in oh, that. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 He has this thing where he kind of uh, he kind of squints his right eye. It's a him it, affectation, yeah. but not a character affectation. It's a character. It's a thing that he. It's like an acting affectation. Exactly, you know, George yeah. Clooney does the look up kind of yeah. thing. Like that's his thing. And then Logan Lerman has like this sort of like this sort of like back squinting. I'm trying to describe it to listeners. Back squint, squinting, whatever thing. Describe it to me. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then Zendaya. I mean, many actors also, but uh, have different things. But just to be consistent Zendaya has that that kind of like oh she has that tremble yeah like that when she like that's an acting thing she does right but this is this is kind of the beauty of being able or trying to well she's doing it of of moving from different quote unquote stages Mm. of like you know hopefully she continues to grow and maybe not this is the thing that she does and she wants to stay in this groove whatever um but sort of the benefit of getting to move from one platform to another mm. is is that people who haven't seen you before can see you. Yeah. And then also the downfall is that there are people who have seen you and they will continue to see you. Mm. And I mean, it's just so hard as an actor. Mm. There's certain things that you latch onto that work or that you that are habitual that maybe no one asks you about or that you it's a habit that you like, so you keep it on purpose or whatever the thing is. It, it uh, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if it's a pro or a con, but it's definitely interesting. The different types of re- of noticing and recognition of I've seen you before and I haven't seen you before, and how we see the same things differently. Yeah, no, exactly, because you don't, you didn't see her in Disney Channel or you know things like that. But um, I think, I think for me. I mean, as I've said, I don't need to say it, but, you know, it's all super, like what I'm saying is all super subjective stuff. I'm not saying anything definite oh, right, about right, anything. Yeah. Like, I just want to, but like for me, I guess the kind of actor that I treasure the most is the kind that mm. doesn't really um, hold on to things, not just from character to character, because I understand if you're playing a character that is a similar archetype, how they can have similar quirks and things. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. But applying quirks from, from one archetype to another one or only playing one archetype. Um, I don't, I, I mean, I still like those actors because of the role that they play in the stories that they, that I see. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess, yeah, my favorite kind of actor would be one like, um, I've been watching a lot more of his work recently, William Defoe. Uh-huh. how he is never the same. That's true. Yeah. From yeah, yeah. any character to any character at all. Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, Tilda yep. Swinton, um, zero similarities. And you know, I know we said Will Smith, he plays the archetype and he does, but he, have you seen Concussion? No, that's, I haven't seen that one. He really kind of showed that he is should be taken more seriously oh. as far as his acting ability and that his archetype playing thing, for me, it kind of made me think, it kind of made me realize like, Oh, he's being cast in that archetype. It's not that that's all he can play. Oh, for sure. That's for just sure. people are putting him They just him keep as. putting him in there. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and, and, and I want to, there's a, just cause I want to put this out there. Uh, there's, there's another kind of actor that doesn't really, that, that, that plays different kinds of archetypes, but has just a way of their acting that is similar, like Denzel Washington mm-hmm. and George Clooney. They're very diverse actors, but they play diverse characters with a similar. Yes, they do. You know, I was going to say, yeah. yeah, but they still, Leonardo DiCaprio is also the mm-hmm. same way, but obviously these are all really splendid actors that can really disappear in their characters, but also not. Right. You know what I mean? So that's, 
I just wanted to put that out there because I felt like I was listing all the different kinds of actors, but that's very important. Yeah, fair enough. All right, well, good talk. Let's move on to the game. We got a good one in store for y'all, so stay tuned. All right, so now we're moving into the game. Game character impressions. So for this character impressions game, we're going to be doing characters from the animated version of Invincible, the prime. We're nerding out. If you haven't seen it, just stick around. We're going to be bad. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be fun. And if you yeah, if you haven't seen Invincible, y'all got to check that shit out. Oh, it's prime video. M-rated. It is a good cartoon. It is yeah, M-rated yeah. like the video game. Wouldn't it be TVMA? M-rated. You know what? You kiss my ass. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so Zach won the last character impressions game, that bastard. So he's gonna start us off okay. with his character. Yeah. And um, just refreshing the rules, we get 15 seconds for every character that I guess of Zach's. He gets the point for doing a good impression. All right. Here we go. Three. All right. Two. One. Go. Murder here. Darkwing. No. Um, oh, oh, Demon Dark, D- Damien Darkblood. Yes, yes, yeah. Oh man, I didn't get to do much. I was fully practicing the voice in the car. Go ahead, give us some of the voice. <clears throat> no, I jumped into Yoda. <laughs> I jumped into Yoda. You've got, it, you've got them. But it did start. Started here. There was a murder here. But that's that's too yeah. Batman. He has has to come from. That's the, pretty good though. You can't go. You can't go voice to grumble. You yeah. have to go grumble to voice. That's pretty good. So that's, that's pretty. That's pretty so, Yes, suspicious. It's, it's like that. Your, it, your word to get into yeah. the suspicious. Hey, I had to do my best, man. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. That was good. Okay, okay. All right. All right. Here I go. You got a timer for me? Yep. Three, right. two, one, go. One day you're gonna get powers, and you're gonna have an amazing ability. Omni man. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That wasn't nice. bad, right? Was... No, no, no. Thank you for picking dialogue that was more yeah, like you know, understandable. Well, to be fair, I'm really immersed in this. I mean, I read the comic and everything. So oh, I haven't, I, I haven't read the I comic. I have actual dialogue to pull from. It's not like when we play Harry Potter and I'm like, hey, oh, <laughs> like that, that's all I have. But you, you had actual lines. Like, well, yeah, I mean, now I get to nerd out, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I studied these voice actors. So here we go. All right, uh, three, two, one, mm. go. You, you lied to me, Mark. You made me feel stupid, and you were selfish. Oh, um, uh, Amber. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually you said it so. What was it in like Zaza's? Like it's like a it's a double Z name. The actor that plays Amber. Oh, oh, I I don't know. She's in Atlanta too. She's got like yeah. Uh, like I a, was so mad they made that character a little stupid though. You know that your boyfriend is a superhero, mm. literally fighting villains and aliens every day. Excuse me, to save thousands of people's lives. And you're mad because he didn't show up to the date, even though you know why he's not there. Oh, no, she didn't know. She says, I've known for three weeks that you're invincible. And he was like, then why are you mad? He's like, because you made me look stupid. You didn't show up on time. And he was like, I was literally saving people's lives. And you knew I was. And you were mad anyway. Yeah, I don't don't remember that at all. There's a whole thing online of her being trash talk. in, in, In the comic book... Um, it's different. She is suspecting him, but she thinks he's a drug dealer. She, that she would thinks, have been way cooler. She, she thinks she thinks he's dealing drugs and is like really, really worried about what's going on. Oh. And um, then she finally confronts him, and she, and he's like, "I have something to tell you too." And she's like, "Are you dealing drugs?" And he like laughs his ass. I was like, "No, I'm invincible." <laughs> I'm and she like loses yeah. her shit over it. She's That's like, "Oh my god, my boyfriend's better. a superhero." All this stuff. It's yeah, it's really wholesome. In the oh, comedy. they made it whack. She's it. like investigating him, like trying to make sure he's clean, like talking to his oh, mom. It's so cute. Okay, yeah, it's okay. hilarious. Wow, I didn't realize that from the cartoon. I must have forgot that. Oh well. Hmm. Uh, Good impression. Thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Ready? Yeah. Three, two, one, go. Okay, okay, right. Straight stuff. Anyway, uh, oh, oh, what's the best friend's you're name? You're such an omni-maniac. Oh, oh my god, okay. Ever uh, since the incident at the White House, Martin. all you do is talk about him. <sighs> no, it's the best friend! Oh no, what's his name? That's enough if you if you, if it's the, you know it's the best friend. Oh, uh, okay. It's, yeah, yeah, you don't have the name? It's his best friend. William. William. Yeah, William. Oh, I was bugging. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I mentioned to you, it's funny, in the comic, he's not gay. <laughs> in, right, right, right. And, 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 and at first I thought they just never mention it, that he's, that they, they never mentioned that he's, his sexuality in the comic, and at first they don't. 
But then, oh, Will, in the comic, William is uh, dates Adam Eve. Oh, so I'm like, oh, so he's, he's not gay. He's dating Adam Eve. Right. It's different. Yeah. So anyway, hmm. that that was yeah. Okay, ready? <clears throat> yes, this one's gonna be tricky. Okay, okay. You got this. Okay. Ready? Three, two, one, go. Oh, that was you the other day? In the blue and yellow? Invincible? Saint David Sinclair? No, no, less less nasally. Um, um okay. Rex? First flying lesson. I can't do a woman's voice oh. very well. It was Adam Eve. Oh. I just couldn't do her voice. It's... Oh. See, it's funny because, yeah, your voice, you being a man, it just sounded like Sinclair or Rex who are both nasally yeah, males I, in the show. I've been trying to figure out how to do a female voice. Dude, because I hear voice actors do it so well. Uh, I'm like, well, how do I find that? Have you heard men actors do, like, like it's not just like the affectations, literally, they sound like this and they're able to... Hi, my name is Courtney, and I'm, uh -huh. I, I sound like still like a guy, but yeah. like they are able to make it and it literally sounds legit like a woman. Well, women can do it all the time. So many of uh, these male characters are voiced by women boys. and have been for a like, long time. Like boys. Yeah, not men, but yeah. like still teenagers. Yeah. And they, to me, they sound like women, but I oh, I, so I suspend it because I'm like... Sometimes I don't know. Really? Yeah. Ever since I found out that Bart was a woman, I, my, my ear has been peeled. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that definitely... Chain tuned my ear a little bit. Yeah, for sure. And Bobby, Bobby Hill from uh, King of uh -huh. the Hill. I was like, yeah, now I'm starting to get the feel of it. And then I, you know, Naruto and Boruto. I'm like, mm -hmm. oh yeah. Then they're all, yeah. yeah. It's easy to. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, but good work. Good work. Thanks. Sorry you didn't get that point. Sorry. All right. I'm ready. I'm ready. Didn't I just go? Yeah, you have to time me now. Oh, we're right, timing you. Yeah, I thought, <laughs> I thought you were waiting for me to do an impression. Yeah, yeah. Okay, three, two, one, go. Me over there, help that injured injured civilian. All right, me over here, take this villain down. Oh, let's go, let's uh, go. Uh, I'm sorry, Eve. Is multiple girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Duplicate. Oh, duplicate. Yeah. Dang it. Yeah. I couldn't do a girl voice either, so I just decided to. <laughs> no, that was good. Again, you picked good lines. Thank you. That was good. Thank that you was very good. Much. I just want to be clear, those are, none of those are lines. <laughs> do uh, I, do I get that point? No, I get that point, because you guessed my Because I guess, I guess. Yeah. You're welcome. Oh, thank you. Okay. Thank you and fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, ready? Alright. And three, two, one, go. What the fuck is going on over here? Who said this can happen? You better back the fuck up or I'm gonna blow a hole in your head. Is it the Rex? What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was that was actually really good. I was That's the one that he he goes, whoa. That, that oh, same yeah. that same actor he does that kind of thing like yeah. he's in Big Mouth I'm pretty sure and he has oh, like okay. a similar like yeah similar kind I was of like character. finally a, a, an easy like vocal trait that I can follow yeah yeah and, and if it wasn't for the fact that he did the nasally thing earlier and I had subconsciously already X'd Rex off the uh -huh. list I would have guessed it right away I just was uh -huh. kind of thrown off anyway good work you get that thank point you, man alright you got the timer for me yes yeah, get your ass on your duty <laughs> sir see how I just keep three two one go and I love my asshole son. Nolan, where have you been? Oh, mom. It's been, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mom. Uh, uh, Rose put down Debbie Grayson, but yeah. And, Debbie I guess, Grayson. You can I was say, like, uh, Sandra Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, I forgot. Why am I tripping out? Oh, uh, Mark is his name. What's happening? Look at this. My, this is why I'm going back to iPhones. Look how bum this Samsung is. Oh, is it glitching out? Yeah, Aww. so many glitches. Poor you and your dumb Android. Uh. Oh man, all right, ready? I know my next character you're not gonna guess, so I'm just stalling now, so okay. ready? Three? It's me, right? Yeah, three, okay. two, one, go. I need the room. Now. Cecil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys can't see it, but Zach did the perfect, like the, the lip, the lip bend. He's got a huge scar in his face. He's got a big scar that she talked about. I wasn't trying to give it away, but that affects the way the, the voice sounds. sounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you had that, yeah, the, the kind of the, the screwed face, like, mm -hmm. you know, like that. So, yeah, this next character, I don't know if you're going to guess it. Okay, uh, yeah, good. All right, here we go. All right, we'll go three, two, one, go. Now you guys need to keep it together. We were out there on the streets and you guys totally failed. Oh, we uh, could have. Black Samson? Yeah. Yes! <laughs> You know I'm another black guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I said she's not in the show a ton, so I was. Yeah, like, yeah, but his arc is pretty cool. How he gets his powers yeah. back. Oh man! After yes. almost dying, I yeah. win. Do I get that point? No, I get that point. It's my impersonation. We've been oh yeah, this, yeah. We've been this for three years, people. And <laughs> Zach still forgets the rules. It's confusing. Um, 
But uh, yeah, so I beat you five to four points. Oh, you're welcome. Finally. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> even my win is your win. You're like, yeah. It's I, all mine. I thought I'd throw you a bone. Yeah, finally. It's been, what, like four rounds where I haven't fucking won shit. <laughs> oh yeah, side note, there's a there's a lot, not a lot, there's a fair amount of hard dick in Euphoria, which surprised oh, yeah. me because there's so much nudity in shows like Game of Thrones, mm -hmm. but there was there was all flaccid penis. Yeah. Which is why I was like, whoa, is that is that hard dick attached to a human being? Mm -hmm. They showed a dude and his hard dick. I was mm -hmm. like, <laughs> What is yeah. happening right now? Yeah, that was that was pretty crazy. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That, so on that, that note, that's the note we'll leave, John. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, make sure to check us out on IG at King Bros, uh, YouTube King Bros, Twitter King Bros, everything King Bros. And with that, we'll catch y'all next week. Thanks for tuning in. Bye bye.